For China Current continues its special coverage on the coronavirus outbreak, go to our social media at the China Current and our website for interviews, videos, and podcasts. I'm James Chow. Thank you. Jeffrey Rudis and Albert Shami are the CEO and president of L'Agence, a contemporary California women's wear brand that's part of a coalition of private sector champions who are leading in their own unique way in the COVID-19 response, reacting to the call for global solidarity and seeing the pandemic unfold in the United States. They put out a call to female health workers across the country. Send in your name, tell us where you work, and we'll send you a pair of jeans. So far, they've donated one million dollars of denim. A pair of jeans is not in itself going to change a COVID response, but what L'Agence is doing is important as an act of generosity at a time when countries are competing for resources, and as an acknowledgement that our health workers, in particular our women health workers, are the lifeline we're hanging on to at this unfamiliar moment. Jeffrey Rudis and Albert Shami, thanks very much for being here, and. As we know, when we look at COVID nineteen, the leaders in politics, science, and health are shaping the international response. But both of you and L'Agence, your brand, have made a unique contribution. Tell us about this giving back campaign that you've designed and put in place. You know, when all this happened, we had a few things to manage.、Um, you know, our staff, our customers, and then we said, how can we make a difference and give back? And the most immediate thing we can do. Um, you know, we made some masks and did something local, but you know that's not our business, and we couldn't make a half a million masks in a month. So we said, let's not go that route because that might not be as meaningful as really what the need is. Let's do something that we can do immediate, that we can put smiles on people's faces, that it could serve a you know nice, let's say, gift because it might not have been something that was a necessity. But we said. Let's make it where we put a smile on someone's face, and have it where you know they really enjoy what they're getting. So we made it be about clothing, mostly jeans, ninety-nine percent of them jeans, and、uh, the response that we've been getting and the photographs from people wearing the product, just the testimonials are insane and incredibly good. Albert, what do you think was the Trigger point. A pair of jeans isn't a necessity in this time of crisis, but obviously、right. something different to both of you. We, you know, we started off by with the idea of making some masks, and we made a few, and you know, to contribute to the hospitals here in Los Angeles. But at the end of the day, you know, our core product and the core expertise that we have is in denim jeans, and we want to show, you know, our our sense of gratefulness for. The women that are sitting in hospitals, that are on the front lines, contribute in their time and their effort, and putting their health at risk. And what can we do on our end to basically tell them thank you? The easy part for us would say, okay, you know what? Let's put some dollars behind it. Let's give them the best of what we are and who we are as a brand, and put it out there. And the response, like Jeff said, was beyond amazing. You should see the emails, thousands of emails that we've received of saying. Thank you, you know. Thank you for thinking about us. Thank you for being there for us. We thought we were alone in here, and no one was thinking about us. And getting that little gift means the world to us. We know it's a pair of jeans, but if it puts a smile on their face and makes them happy, that's what we're all about. 
Yeah. Well, we all know women are often overlooked at all levels of society. And in this particular health emergency, women make up the majority of the world's health workers, not only in America, but in every part of Correct. the planet. Your Correct. brand creates incredible products in different fabrics, different textiles. Mm -hmm. And when we look at Jeff's background as the co-founder of this iconic brand, J Brand, before this, I suppose, was it destiny or was it always meant to be that it that gift was going to be denim you know if you said that uh jeff and albert uh, if they were in a position to give something to an organization quickly what might that be you could say jeans right. but it's not like we had anything planned um but you know the most interesting thing that we got back from people was that they felt acknowledged and that they felt people were paying attention to them. And that was the most that they really wanted, which was interesting. Right. More than the gift was hearing from us and that we actually wanted to make a difference for them. That was huge for them. They're in hospitals and other frontline uh, situations. Were you actually surprised when they started emailing and posting comments on Instagram below your posts? Did it take you by surprise in that sense? It was overwhelming because the response was huge. We received a few thousand right after we opened, like a few hours. And, you know, like, where is this all coming from? It went viral. Right. And, you know, we had to bring people back into our shipping area, of course, in, in accordance with social distancing and so on, to get all of these genes out to people because we wanted to get them out right away. We didn't want this to be, well, when we reopen, we'll manage this. And so it was like immediate. We shipped at air freight. We got everybody their product right away. But, but also beyond that, we made sure that our marketing team, our PR team responded personally to every single request that we got. Every single, you know, that was very, they were very, it was not like a, you know, a generic email. It was dealing with every single one of them and saying, thank you for what you do. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for who you are and we're there for you. They are in our mind, they are in our hearts and we, we believe in them and we're there for them and knowing that there is somebody behind them, they're not alone in that world, in that crisis. The ambition at the start was already big. It was $500,000 worth of denim that you're going to gift. And then moving forward, the $500,000 suddenly became a million dollars. How did that happen? Was it simply because there were more people involved in responding and that you recognized there was a greater need to up the gift on your part? So um, what really sparked that was we had an overwhelming response for the half a million dollars. And it went beyond very quickly. So Albert and I and Lily and the marketing team said, you know, what do we do now? You know, we're gonna have some people that, you know, aren't going to share in this. And we just looked at each other and said, Lily, how many more names do you have? And she said, I'm like a few thousand over from what inquiries came in. And we said, just fill it, double it. And that was as quick as we did it, just by a wave of our hand said, double it. Do you think that this experience is going to change the way that you relate to your customer? Does COVID-19 make you think differently about how we interact with the human experience outside of a retail store? 
it's going to take a little time for it, we feel, to get back to normal. So we're positioning ourselves in a way to have less product in the stores. Let's make it a cleaner edit for her. She's probably not going to be shopping as much. So we really need to take things and tighten it up to make it look compelling and inviting and also not to overwhelm anybody. But we do feel by next spring, communicating to our customer will be, it's getting back to shopping as usual. And we make, as you said, beautiful product and great fabrics and silks and wools. And we think that there's going to be less vendors and brands in the industry. This is what we're reading. And I feel that's correct because a lot of people are being squeezed right now. Margins will be compressed. It's going to be very difficult for people to get back into, you know, normal swing of things. It could take a while. People might not see it. We're finishing the holiday collection and we narrowed it down the last few days with things and said, she's not going to buy too many party dresses. Let's only keep the best. So the sequence and the glitter and the satin and so on. If we had eight pieces, it's now only down to three. We want to be very focused and really speak to her needs rather than just throw product out there. Do you think that the post-COVID world, whenever that may be, will find a time when it can smile again and celebrate again? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I would say before 2022, we'll see some bit of normal market conditions and people will be back to purchasing. We feel okay about it. You know, large volume, supply chain driven people, that's not our world, uh, are going to see things, I think, much different than we will. I have to ask you both this because your industry and companies like yours gives opportunities and provides employment for millions of people who are employed in major garment producing countries. We've been hearing reports of workers in the industry, over a million of them in Bangladesh alone, let alone in other countries like Turkey and Vietnam. What future do those workers have when people and leaders like yourself are trying to keep the ship afloat in these very uncertain times? We, we have very good partnership with our factories. We work obviously in China and in mainland China and, and actually outside of Hong Kong as well. And our partnerships, you know, with them is very direct. You know, I'm personally on the phone with the owners of these factories on a weekly basis, especially during this crisis. And we're making sure that first of all, their workers are safe. We're making sure that, uh, their, you know, the, the flow of the manufacturing has not stopped. You know, we've managed on our end here in LA, you know, because we do work with factories here in LA, we've done the exact same thing. We've made sure that, you know, our customers on the back end are not canceling orders on us. So we still have this flow of communication, both on the supply chain and on the retail end. And obviously we're in the middle and we're trying to very hard, you know, with our team. And when we sit down on a daily basis and we manage this still, even though we're doing it from our homes on the phones or on, you know, on conference calls like this one. And we're making sure that the supply chain is not stopped. Obviously, the safety and the health of everyone is the most important thing. We, that comes first. But beyond that is setting ourselves up for the future. And, you know, because this crisis is going to end. It's going to end sooner than later. And we want to be ready first for our employees, our partners, 
and for our customers as well. I'd like to finish as we began, which is this whole wonderful idea that you made a reality of making people feel better about themselves, to feel supported in probably the most difficult times, or at least of their professional lives, if not their personal lives. What message do you have for not only the healthcare workers out there, but for everybody who's impacted and maybe watching this right now? I think that one of the things I was in, you know, a conversation the other day with people going, you know, I just wish I had more to do. And of course, everybody's in a similar feeling, maybe not conversation. And we said, you know, if you could make a difference, you'll probably feel great about what we're all doing. And I think for us, it is about giving back, which we call, you know, we have time right now. Anybody would be stingy not to say, well, I don't have time to contribute. So we have plenty of time and we want to make a difference. And you know what? It feels good. Selfishly, it feels good. We will continue to do that. And that's our mission. And that's what, who we are. We would like, you know, to show our, how grateful we are for our partners, for our customers. And this is our way of saying thank you. Thank you for the past and thank you for the future. We're not only for COVID-19, but for the enormous kindness that you have created. And as you thank thousands of people who are serving on the front lines, I'm sure all those thousands thank you back for the great generosity you've extended to each and every one of them. Thank you very much.